Hello ninjas and ninjas, and welcome to another episode of the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name's Tim, I'm best-selling digital marketing author, but uh, most of my time is spent being head ninja at Exposure Ninja, which is an absolute privilege and honor. Uh, it's a digital marketing agency in the UK. We are known for our SEO and content marketing. We also build websites and handle PPC uh, for businesses around the world as well. This show is all about helping you to generate more leads and sales from your website. And in this episode, it's a delight to welcome back to the show Nick Tuxford. Nick is our head of project management here at Exposure Ninja. So she runs the team that works on client campaigns. Our project managers are central to all of the campaigns that we run for our clients here at Exposure Ninja. And she's come onto the show to talk about a specific client behind the scenes. So we're going to go behind the scenes of an e-commerce client of ours. We've been working with these guys for almost, oh, actually, yeah, right about three years now. And we've seen the business go from uh, from almost nothing to uh, incredible success. So when they started with us, they were around $600 per month in uh, in sales. And they're now, um, the last full month was just over 1.3 million. So huge growth and all achieved through the SEO and content marketing that uh, Nick's going to talk about. Now, in particular, we're going to be covering one specific strategy that has seen uh, a particular ramp in that growth. So over the last, uh, well, almost a year, we've been working on a uh, on a kind of predictive keyword research process with them, which is absolutely fascinating and has put them in a really, really good spot to, to rank really well for a lot of phrases which have become popular, which weren't popular maybe uh, a, a year ago. So Nick's going to take us behind the scenes of that, explain exactly how she and the team have done that. Um, really fascinating stuff. Gets a little bit technical in places, but you're all switched on, so you'll be able to keep up. And don't forget, if you've got any questions at all, then you can email us um, or message us through our Facebook page, which is just Exposure Ninja. Anyway, without further ado, enjoy the show with Nick Tuxford. Nick, welcome to the show. Hi, Tim. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> so we're going to deconstruct a particular e-commerce client of ours. Now, we're not going to share the name because if we don't share the name, then it means that we can talk about juicy stuff like revenue and traffic. Mm -hmm. And there's a particular angle that we've taken with these guys to yeah. really absolutely transform their results since even last year, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's actually an angle that um, isn't often thought about within e-commerce SEO, but is common in bricks and mortar retail. So I came from a, a bricks and mortar retail marketing background. So working on an e-commerce project was quite exciting for me. Uh, and one of the elements that I wanted to look at was market share and market share changes. So... Before we get into that, Nick, let's just set the scene a little bit. Yeah. So we actually started working with these guys quite a long time ago, wasn't it? Yeah, 2015, I believe it was. And at that point, their traffic was around about 1,400 visitors per month. Yeah. And uh, sales were around about $600 per month. So not really a serious business at that point. Where are they now? Well, now they have half a million visitors um, and they're making $1.3 million. And that's per month, isn't it? That is per month, yeah. So they're happy. They're very happy. <laughs> it's fair to say the site's seen continual growth, but actually really things have started to 
to kick up in particular uh, last year, haven't they? I mean, I'm just looking at from January 2017 to uh, May 2018, revenue has 10x and traffic similar. So when did we start looking at this market share thing, which you're going to dissect for us today? So it would have been, I'm guessing it was probably about October time. So there'd been a lot of discussion about particular brands uh, and people were getting really excited about innovations within the industry. And there was a lot of discussion on market share and there'd always been a, a, a stronghold. So there'd been a particular brand that had sort of been the leader within the industry um, that, of course, we we were focusing on because the search volumes were huge for it, you know. And then this new guy came into the market and all of a sudden they were taking the market share. They were the market leaders. And I'd read a press release about it and and thought about it and figured, well, what if we s- start really going in on that, that keyword? Yes, it has lower search volumes at the moment, but if market share's going up, then surely more people are going to be searching for it online as well because more people are going to want to buy it. So I stuck the keywords into uh, keyword tracking software, which I think we've mentioned before is SEMrush. So we're, we're big fans of SEMrush and started sort of monitoring where where they were. And they were, they were sitting well for some of these terms, but there were things we could do to make them sort of really gain that grip on those search terms. So um, we did a fantastic blog reviewing this particular brand and it, its key product. And we did outreach around it and, and just really went all in on this brand and kept a real close eye on, on how we were doing and how the search volumes were going as well. Let me make sure I understand this. So at the time, all of the search volume and all of the data was saying there's this one market leader, they are the dominant ones. But because we were tracking around that stuff, also looking at press releases and market share information, we actually noticed that elsewhere in the market, this other company had overtaken, even though the search volume and the tools weren't saying that this new company were, were, were big yet. We kind of figured out, actually, do you know what? They're going to they're gonna be big. So kind of, it's almost like preemptive keyword research, isn't it, to identify what's about to be popular in, in another few months. Yeah, because we have to always assume that that search volumes are going to be a little bit behind because the data is historical. So we have to assume that actually what we're seeing might represent the past six months, but not the future six months. To sort of get to that future point, we have to use initiative and what we're seeing out there. You know, years ago, people didn't know, for example, who Kate Middleton was. You know, when, when I was at university, I had no clue who Kate Middleton was. <laughs> she would never have been Googled. And now I imagine she's Googled thousands and thousands and thousands of times a day. So how, how can people identify what tomorrow's trends are going to be like for their market? Where should they be looking? Looking in their industry publications. So, you know, retail publications, going to uh, exhibitions, conferences, really getting engaged with the industry that they work in and looking at their competition as well and see who their competition are really kind of leaning in towards. Anything that is is both kind of offline, but also online. There, there is so much information out there about the market and keep your eye on press releases as well. So if there's a, you know, new brands coming out, 
new ideas coming out there. Keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on what's what's going on. And you know, there's nothing stopping you monitoring that particular keyword in in whatever software you use. Um, you can keep an eye on it. You could put up a few blogs about it. See how they do. See how much traffic they're gaining. And then you know, keep sort of working on on building up the backlinks. You know, the the content around it. But yeah, certainly if you if you have an inkling that that product is going to start flying, then get a few blogs up immediately. Do some reviews. Um, it's, it causes you know it it won't cause your site any harm to to write about something that you think is going to be the next best best thing. And if it doesn't work, you know, if for whatever reason it, it doesn't happen, you've still got some great content there about a brand that you sell. That's such a good point. And just to give a bit of context, this new brand, uh, or they're not, well, not new, but the, the one who's taken over, which, which you and the SEO team have preempted, the top three selling products on this website are now that brand, and they've actually got five in, in the top 10 of the best-selling products. So this is, this is huge. This is responsible for millions of dollars worth of sales for this company. How do we make sure that that site was, was going to rank well once these keywords started gaining the popularity that we thought they might? Well, first of all, we checked that every page was optimized correctly for those terms. Um, so despite the fact that um, on an e-commerce site, you would expect a product to rank for its brand, there are e-commerce sites out there that aren't well optimized for even the brand name. Um, so you've got to make sure that you know you've got your terms in your search terms in there, your title tag, your meta description are all up to scratch. In addition to that, we created blog content about the product. So we created review blogs. Review blogs are fantastic mm-hmm. for e-commerce sites because they're really shareable content and they're the sort of thing that people look for. So, you know, you might have a particular phone that you're interested in. I mean, when I bought my phone, I looked at like three or four and every single phone I Googled, such and such reviews. So I might be like Samsung phone review or iPhone review and read the reviews. And often the reviews are linked to a site that sells them. So, you know, the, the lazy person in me would probably just go, you know, what, I'm just going to buy it from this site. They've written a really good review about it. So, um, and I think it's the same for a lot of e- e-commerce um, customers. They'll start looking for reviews. And if the product's sold on the site with the review, then bonus, you, you know, you, you're going to transact there. You can even use like affiliate stuff as well, can't you? I mean, I know if you search for best WordPress booking plugins, for example, that page is just stuffed full of reviews. And everyone will say the 10 best WordPress booking plugins. And every time you click on any of those links, they're all affiliate links. So all of those sites are earning from from getting that content ranked. And what about the product pages themselves? Because obviously with e-commerce, a lot of the time you might have a product description from the manufacturer that you can use. And the easy option is just to copy and paste that and use that as the product description on the site. What did we do? What did you do? What did the client do to, to make sure that their product pages stood out and stood the best chance of ranking? One of the best things it did was to embed reviews in in there. So every product has product reviews on that page. So they have company reviews, but then they also have product reviews. So that really makes it stand out because you've got that um, that trust measure there. In addition to that, they have a really unique and detailed description of the product 
and they also have FAQs about the product. So if it's a specific type of something, they they might have guides to what you need to do with that if it, if it needs um, certain accessories or there are other products that it's linked to. So it's not just a basic product description, it's a user guide. That's awesome. Any kind of rich media, videos, that type of stuff, or is it all text-based? There's, there's images. Don't believe they did use videos in that particular one, although um, we did produce video content linked to it and they have used videos within the blog content. Within the product pages, they tend to go for um, product images, so three or four product images that you can zoom into. You can really see the, the product and you can just flick through the images as well. But from my perspective, if you've got something that is probably a bit more um, in-depth, that you could provide some more in-depth content around. So I'm a huge fan of um, of infomercials. Um, and I oh, buy yeah. from infomercials. But, you know, in today's age, it's not just QVC or or TV at 3 a.m. in the morning that you can find your infomercials. You can find them on YouTube. So I bought a coffee machine based on an infomercial that I saw on a website. <laughs> so if you've got something like a coffee machine or a vacuum cleaner or something, you know, that you can show the end result or you can show somebody using it, then I think video sort of content is so good for product pages. And, you you know, people like me will buy it based on that video. Actually, I've also got a vacuum <laughs> cleaner based on an infomercial as well. <laughs> hey, Nick, you're not alone. They are so powerful. QVC is such a machine. <laughs> <laughs> if I get up really early and I start watching the infomercials, my husband comes down and he's like, switch it off now. <laughs> Because I'm going to throw 300 pounds at a new Hoover. <laughs> Love it. What about building links? Did we do anything specific around this particular brand to, to build links? Were we targeting category product pages, review pages? What were we doing there? We worked with some sort of blogs and websites that particularly enjoy talking about this, this industry. We have a few that we contact regularly and build content in on a frequent basis. So we did a lot of outreach on this specific product, particularly as as more and more people started talking about it. You know, we we could then say, oh, you know, what is it about this this product that everybody loves? And, um, you know, really including that in in our outreach as well, so... Awesome. Nick, is there anything more to add on this unbelievable uh, success story? Just to say, you know, if if you are running an e-commerce site and you're, you know, you're starting to to feel a bit in despair, don't give up. Contact us for a, a free marketing review and we'll be able to help you identify areas that you can improve or listen to some more of the podcasts, visit our blogs. We've got so much content out there. Tim's got a great book. So, you know, have a have a read of that, but don't give up because um, you know, you could go from $600 a month to 1.3 million in less than five years. That's very true. That is such good advice. Don't give up. Just keep on pushing away. You will get there in the end. <laughs> Nick, this has been awesome. And uh, I think we need to get a blog post on the website about this strategy because it is sicko. For sure. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Tim.
Hey, ninjas and ninjas, Tim here again. Um, just wanted to say, how awesome was that? Um, what incredible growth through that uh, that predictive keyword research process. Now, if you want any help with your SEO or digital marketing, as Nick said, you can request a free website and marketing review from us. If you just go to exposureninja.com forward slash review, that's exposureninja.com forward slash review, fill in a bit of info about your business. Tell us what your goals are, what your growth plans are, and what you're doing currently. And we'll put together a video review view for you, which will show you the areas that we'd recommend focusing on in priority order over the next 12 months to get the sort of growth that you are after. And if you, of course, you want any help with your digital marketing, then we can discuss that once we've had a chance to do the review for you. So go to ExposureNinja.com forward slash review and request your free review, completely uh, free of charge, no obligation to use our services, of course. But uh, of course, we'd love to work with you if we think that it would be a good fit. So thank you for tuning in and see you next week.